All right, folks, I got to do things a little different today. If you hear any noise, it's just me out here by the water. I'm preparing the night fish, but I wanted to eat a little grub. I don't have my usual coffee, which is the usual fare for this occasion, but I figured uh, you guys would understand because what I'm about to embark on is something very, very new and different. So we may hear some noise, some people may roll up asking questions and, and whatnot, but um, I'm going to do my best to... Uh, record this podcast and eat before I get on the water. It is now almost 7 o'clock, so that means I will be fishing late into the night. It should be a good time. So, here I am, like I said, eating stuff in my face, rather with some um, Hardy's KFC. Just because this is all I could get down here. I'm in this place called Bellhaven. They don't really have much to do except fish. It's a place, it's not an island, but it's pretty much water. So you either work on the water, work by the water, or fish because you live by the water. I don't live down here, but I travel down here with my kayak today. So this is going to be my first time night fishing in the kayak. I got a light set up, a nice, um, plenty of bait. Um, hoping I can get on some of those bull drum or even some trout. Hopefully you can hear me with my mouth full, but this is how it would sound if we were sitting at a table or a diner or something like that talking across from each other. Definitely going to be pretty informal today. As I'm stuffing my face, trying to multitask and do 50 things at once. It just happens that way sometimes. That's just how life is. You got to roll with the punches. If you wait for everything to be perfect... You'll never do anything because it's never perfect. There's always room for improvement. Even with this podcast, you know, even with the fishing I'm preparing to do. Haven't even done it yet, but I know I could do it better. But each time you do it, you get better at it. That's why we do what we do. Some people don't learn from their mistakes. So if I go out here and make a big mistake, um, or even if this is a big mistake, kayak fishing at night, I have to learn. I have to learn a lesson. We just hope that those lessons we learn aren't irrecoverable. You know, like, unrecoverable, like it's just not too much where, you know, it's not a fatal mistake. Things happen sometimes. You know, people say the wrong thing, people do the wrong things. Um, and people have permanent consequences. The only consequences I see from this situation right here are none. <laughs> Uh, if I flip the kayak, then I flip the kayak and swim back to shore, which should be an easy thing with the kayak, so I'll just flip it back over. Um, the water, I can see the current. I can see the current moving pretty good. I meet some coleslaw right now. That's what the crunch is. But I can see the current pretty good. Some people coming in. So you may hear a little noise. They're coming in on a boat, a little outboard. But I mean... Yeah, I mean, like I said, in life you never know what happens. You just have to do what you do till you get it right. You do it multiple times. And that's just what I'll be doing today. I had to go special ops deep six for a second. I was getting, but some people pulled up to the dock and they were loading their... Um, boat and I didn't want to just be sitting here like some weird guy talking but um 
When I get out of here, see what I get into. When I get done, I'll give you guys an update when I get off the water. Yeah, so I guess today's going to be the fishing report. I'll tell you how the fishing is going to be, or the fishing is. I anticipate it's good. I can see a little bit of current. I might need to bring my anchor, but I'll be fishing that bridge, which is probably, I don't know, two, three hundred feet from me, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a good estimator with distance, but I mean, I could literally get up and walk to the bridge, so it's not that far. But um, here's to nothing, and I'll see you guys with the report at the end. Alright, so how did it go? Well, it went pretty good. I got off the water about, well, I don't know, 1.30. Just made it into Washington now. Stopped and got me a coffee, so I guess I'm back on back on schedule. Not schedule, but schedule, right? Sipping this creme brulee again with the white macadamia uh, chocolate. I think that's going to be my, my coffee uh, if I have it my way. I'm just eating some donuts here, so if you hear hear something moving or putting sounds like plastic, because I um, picked up some donuts while I was in there. I got a glazed donut, and then this chocolate-covered something filled with something, some kind of goodness. So I'm not complaining. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. Starting with the glazed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right now, it's 2.54 in the morning. So, 2.54 in the morning. I'm eating a glazed donut and getting ready to tell you what happened on the water. Let me finish this donut real quick. Do you ever um, eat donuts at 3 o'clock in the morning? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Anybody eating a donut right now probably coming from the club or something like that. Me, I'm coming from fishing because that's what I do. I fish, I study language, record my podcast, and I cook. I'm a decent cook too. Maybe one day I'll talk to you guys about some recipes, things I cook. All right. Let's get to the um, to the matter at hand. Finish stuffing my face for now. Just be sipping my coffee. But oh yeah, okay. So went out there. Um, it was just getting dark. Got everything offloaded. You know, took everything off the uh, car. Got my kayak. Got my car. Everything loaded up. By the time I got to the water, it was getting dark. I mean, it was already dark, but it was like dark where you need a light. Cut them on nav light. These boaters rolled up on me, and they were like, hey, bud, um, you, you just getting in or you going out? I said, I'm getting ready to go out. They said, oh, you're night fishing. I said, yeah, I'm night fishing. Why not? They're like, man, there's some current out there and everything. I already looked at the water, so I was like, yeah, it might be a little chop, but I was like, I got it. Had my nav light, you know, in the back, but it's not, um, it's enough to light me up. But what I do need to do is make a battery box, another battery box, and have some kind of navigation in the front. So when I'm plowing through the water, I can see where I'm going. So kind of like a headlight like you'd have on a car. But I went on and shoved off. When I, it was scary. 
I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was a little scary because I've never, I mean, it's one thing to fish at night, then it's another thing to be on black water, um, just plowing through, not know when it's there. I've fished the water, but not like that before. I've always said, yeah, I could come out here and kayak in the daytime, but that was my first time night kayaking. I've been night fishing before like I did on the boat, and I've night fished on the bank, but this was like all together, solo, dolo, you know, 50 miles from home, out there getting it in. So I was fishing with um, crab. I bought some crab, bought some shrimp. I don't know if I said that before. I was out there trolling, uh, and I was throwing a couple lures. So I had a good little bite in the beginning, but it didn't, it, it, it was fighting, it was pulling. I think it was a drum, but it got off. So I was like, okay, well, after that, I was just sitting there waiting. You know, this is like maybe, excuse me, maybe an hour later, I was sitting there waiting, you know, trying to figure out my next move. Catfish hit it, take down, but it was a blue cat. See, normally I catch those channel cats, so this was a different catfish. I guess these are the catfish you catch in the river. So I wasn't even really exactly sure because I had the headlamp on. You know, I had the flashlight, put the flashlight on. I was like, okay, that's a catfish. It had the whiskers and everything, but it just looked a little different than the ones I'm used to. So caught him sat there paddle around i was going by the bridge going through the pylons you know i wanted to get some sheep's head you know or even some black drum but no luck there i had a couple nasty hits like i'm just sitting there now just imagine when you're on the water you hear every little sound every little bird the wings flapping uh cars passing by i mean everything's amplified so when you're sitting there you hear all that and then your pole just bang you know just slaps the water you're like oh my gosh you know you jump it was crazy but it was a good crazy i enjoyed the thrill i enjoyed the thrill i mean it had me souped up pumped up you know take another sip of this coffee but once i started moving again you know i got the catfish and then once i started moving again uh my pole just went down like I mean, all you heard was the line peeling out. I was like, oh my gosh, we did it. I was thinking I had one of those big bull drum. But what I actually had was a stingray. Middle of the night now. It's probably 11 o'clock at that time. Stingray. Pulling me around in the kayak, you know, in the river. I freaking got it in. At first, I was just going to cut the line. But then I was like, mm, nah, he, he's, you know, I don't want to just cut the line and leave the hook in his mouth. But I had some special tools, so they had an extension on it, so I was able to reach out, take it out, pick him up, and then took my pliers and went in there and just kind of unhooked the uh, the hook out of his mouth. But it was wild, and then I just paddled around some more, um, <laughs> some more. I mean, I was out there about six hours probably. I don't even know what time I recorded the initial part before I got on the water. This is probably mm, an hour after me being on the water. Um, I haven't even made it home yet. I stopped at these sheets because I wanted to finish this podcast. Then when I get home, I'll edit it. So when you listen to this, it'll be within 24 hours all this took place. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, What else? On the way out, I was making one more round like my last hour. Found the bite. Found the bite I've been looking for the whole time. But I was like, okay, it's already late. Pretty much used up most of the crab. Ended up getting another catfish and i just took him to the um to the bank got out the kayak threw him in the cooler so the catfish is still alive so that's the interesting part about it so i got that what else had to change clothes 
Because I was like, you know, if you ever been in a kayak, one of those sit-on-top kayaks, your clothes get wet. Uh, your, you know, the underwear, the pants, swim trunks, whatever you got on. So I had some change of clothes, so I went on and changed my clothes in the car. It was just crazy. Mosquitoes were everywhere. I probably killed about 40 mosquitoes in my car. You know, I was just hitting the windshield, hitting the side window, hitting the roof. They were all over the place. But I um, got those squared, and then I hopped on the road. And I'll tell you about that after I take a short break. So I'm back. Yeah, it's getting a little weird out here. You got people just sitting, staring at you while you're recording your podcast, but it's all good. Uh, I took a few seconds to enjoy my other donut, the chocolate one I was telling you about. So I ate that. All right, so back to the road. Got on the road. My sister called because I called her before I went out there, and she thought that I was marooned somewhere or lost or something like that. I was like, no, I can't. I'm good. You know, so she was just doing a little safety check, you know, pretty much safety check when you check on somebody, you think they're going into a dangerous situation or you're concerned about them, you give them a little call, a little text message, you know, just so you can get a, hey, what's going on, make sure they're good to go. So she gave me the safety check, we chatted, told her everything was good, told her I was on my way home. I don't know if I told you guys about what I did earlier today. Uh, I helped one of my friends move. Um, I started yesterday. We moved a few things, um, but today we had to move the washer and dryer. If I've already said this, uh, excuse me for repeating it, I don't remember. Um, Yeah, we had to move the washer and dryer, and I knew it was going to be a backbreaker, right? So I was trying to save my back. So what I did, because this was early this morning, he had me get up at like 9, early this morning. So I watched YouTube. YouTube is a great resource. If you're not using YouTube, you need to make sure you use it because, I mean, it's just got so much good information. Um, that's that's what has enabled me to, uh, you know, start learning Russian. I mean, of course, now, you know, I have my own materials and things like that. But, I mean, I got my basic foundation um, from YouTube, watching those videos. I mean, there's excellent teachers up there. So whether you're learning English, you know, Afrikaners, any language, or you want to be a mechanic, whatever you want to do. I mean, a lot of people think, you know, I want to learn to do something new, so I got to go to school. You don't have to go to school to do it. I mean, go to school, get your basic education, you know, go to college if you want. But I mean, if you want to learn a trade, a skill, you know, uh, Microsoft Office, Excel, you want to type, you want to skydive, YouTube, tutorials, videos. I'm one of those people, I think I learn better by watching. I mean, if you watch 10, 20 hours of somebody doing something, I mean, you can't help but just go out there and do it right. Do it exactly like they do it. Do it exactly like in the examples. I mean, it's edutainment. It's what I call it, edutainment, because you're not just sitting there for laughs. You're sitting there being educated on things you know nothing about, like this whole kayak thing, YouTube. I mean, my sister bought me my first kayak, but I had already been talking about kayaks, but what did I do when I got the first one? I modded it. So I put all these things on it, made these um, stabilizers and had these rod holders and all this crazy wild stuff that I saw on YouTube. So anyway, yeah, so we had to move the washer and dryer and it was, you know, going to be a backbreaker. So I watched this video of a professional mover and watched how he did it. He made it so easy. I sent sent my boy the video. He watched the video. By the time I got there, he had the forklift upstairs. Not the forklift, but the little dolly, right? Had that upstairs. We threw some straps on it. I mean, 
15 minutes. He lives on the second, well, he lived on the second floor. Second floor, we took the washer and dryer downstairs in 15 minutes, loaded it on the truck. Quickest, quickest move ever. If only we had watched that video Saturday because we had one piece of furniture that took us like an hour to figure out how we were going to get it downstairs. We were just like manhandling it, carrying it, you know, crazy, crazy. But I guess I'll just uh, keep this one a short one. Um, we'll just title this one The Fishing Report. Um, you know, it was a new experience for me. I hope you guys enjoyed the ride. Um, maybe you got a little something about YouTube that you can use in your next venture. You know, if you come into a situation, you don't know how to resolve it, how to do it. Check, check on YouTube, type it in exactly how it is. Be like, um, how do I cook a turkey or how do I change an air filter? Whatever it may be. How do I change the, uh, steering wheel on my car? Type it in as you think it. But on that one, I'll see you guys in the next one and I hope you have a good night later.